Where's the love? Right here on this podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, love to Love Drop, 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 Drop. where your host and One Love Ambassadors, Charles and Diane, will share love, hope, and inspirational topics taken from their journey and world events. We will also include on-location recordings and special pop-up guests from cool places all around the world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Love Drops Podcast. This is your host, Charles, and today we are talking about going solo. Although for many of us, we like doing things in pairs, groups, or teams, there comes a time in every life where you will have to go solo. Now, either you can choose to go solo or life will choose it for you. Personally, I think choosing for myself works best for me, even though life has made the choice for me a time or two. My greatest solo adventure has been my healthy living journey. See, I chose a healthy lifestyle way back when dinosaurs roared. They roamed around. Well, seriously, I chose a healthy living at a time when it wasn't cool or popular like it is today. My healthy lifestyle was inspired by my auntie, and she lived well into her late 90s. I would say that one of my greatest benefits for my healthy living choice is that I am currently on no prescription medication, and my overall health is good. And for a guy close to 80s, I'd say that's uh, pretty remarkable. My advice to listeners who are choosing a healthy lifestyle is keep going. Yes, vitamins and a healthy diet can be expensive. However, it's worth it in the long run. Last year, I was admitted to the hospital for the first time in my life. It would be 80 days before I would be discharged. Check out the episode, Peace Through the Storm, to hear more about that. We will take solo journeys at some points in our life. So I encourage you to be open and don't resist going solo. What do you have to say about that, Diane? Well, I agree, Charles, that going solo at some point is a part of life. For me personally, my solo acts have been centered around traveling. See, my dad was a trucker, so being on the road alone is in my blood. I've driven from Louisiana and Georgia to Michigan as a solo driver. However, my greatest solo road trip was from Georgia to California. I'd say the greatest fear during that trip would have had to be getting a flat tire. What I did to overcome that is I learned to change a flat tire 
prior to getting on the road and heading out west. The best part of that road trip was the healing and transformation that occurred during that three-day journey. That trip inspired many more solo travels to include road trips from California to Sedona, from Sedona to the Grand Canyon. I think my most adventurous solo trip to date has been to Playa del Carmen, Mexico. It's right outside of Cancun, maybe an hour, and across the sea from Cozumel. My greatest fear was going out of the country alone. I overcame that fear by booking the trip. Actually, traveling to Mexico alone allowed a huge boost in my confidence to go for it, even if I have to go alone. I now have an awesome travel partner in Charles, and although going solo is cool, our trips are better together. Dear listener, this is what I would say to you in regards to going solo. Be intentional and open to go for it, whatever it may be. Even if you must go alone, just do it. With that said, I would like to introduce our guest, Jill. We met Jill at a restaurant while we were having brunch. She was sitting at the table next to us alone. And the rest is one love. Welcome, Jill, to the Love Drop Podcast. Hey, this is Jill from Ohio, and I want to talk to you about going solo. Um, I got my inspiration from it, actually from a friend of mine. So I had never considered it before. Every time I traveled, it was always with a group or another individual. Um, But a friend of mine goes solo a lot. She travels to Europe, all, all over the States. She loves it and suggested it. It's like, girl, just go do your thing. You gotta try it at least once. So that's how it all came to be. And I was trying to think of a place to go. And I have always wanted to go to Charleston for like 10 to 15 years. So I am divorced as of a few years ago. And I was trying to think of a vacation this year. And I thought, what are you waiting for? You've always wanted to go to Charleston, just go and just do it alone. And my biggest fear with not doing it and and how I got past it, I think was anytime I was at home and considered doing something alone, like going out to eat, I just had this weird feeling come over me and I was like, no way am I going to do that. I would feel like an idiot, a loser, a fool. I'm not going to go do something alone. And then I thought, well, you know, why am I feeling like that? You know, I can't. I got to learn to do stuff alone, first of all, because, you know, I'm divorced and not all my friends are available all the time. So I decided, well, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to take this trip and I'm going to force myself to go out. So my one rule when I came here and when I knew I was going to do this was you are going to go out and eat 
out. You are not going to bring food back. You're not going to cook here. You're going to go out. You're going to socialize and force yourself to, you know, kind of meet people and be open with people and get comfortable doing it. And I knew nobody knew me here. So, you know, I wasn't going to feel like a fool like maybe I would at home or I don't know. So that's what I did. I go out, I, you know, belly up to the bar, I have a drink, I um, order food, and I force myself to converse with people. I'm the first one that says hello, and then the conversation just flows. And I have met a ton of great people, um, and it's given me ideas of other things to do here. So it's been a great overall experience, and I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, so the, once I started doing it, the more I did it, you know, I I found out it was fine. It was no big deal. And I was actually enjoying myself. So that worked and I got past, uh, my fear of it. So the best part of going solo for me, um, is actually doing what I myself feel like doing. And I know that sounds weird. Um, but when I'm kind of a quiet person, so when I am out with other people or vacationing with other people, I let them just kind of decide and ask them what they want to do. And I just kind of go along with it. And so on this trip, there's no one here to do that with. So now I have to figure out who I am and what I like and what I enjoy. And I'm the one making the decisions. And so, um, I've very much enjoyed that and I never realized what I was missing so this experience is almost well not almost it has been very liberating so I'm discovering what I like to do and I'm doing it and I'm discovering who I am and I've discovered that I kind of like me so I feel like I've been hidden away for so long that I'm almost blossoming and it's exciting and I'm feeling alive and so everything good has been coming out of it so it has been an exciting journey for me so far I'm only on my second day so I have two more days here before I go home so would I do it again I definitely would do it again um there are a lot of places I want to see and not only that but I want to continue on this journey of self-discovery which is what I'm calling it so you know, instead of traveling with other people all the time and living in their shadow um, or living, you know, kind of through them, I, like I said, am discovering who I am and that I too can be social and outgoing myself. So it has been um, a great trip and great experience overall. So yes, definitely do it again, or I'm planning on it. And in fact, I thought I would drive to Savannah while I was down here, but I discovered it was a couple hours away. And i that's another place I've always wanted to go. So I'm going to go on another journey alone and I'll probably venture into Savannah for a you know, long weekend, four or five days. So my advice to anybody wanting to do this is first of all, definitely do it. Just quit thinking about it and just do it. And then pick a place you wanna go I, what I did was listed out a few things I wanted to do. And then when I got here, I just started looking at my list and, you know, I would do one or two of the places. Um, and like I said, force yourself to eat out, force yourself to meet people. 
um, force yourself to start the conversations. But my main advice, once you do it, is just be flexible. Don't try to plan every part of your day out. Don't control your journey. Let the journey kind of take you where you need to go, where you need to be, and let, uh, you know, the universe guide you. And I think that's where you're going to meet people and things you never thought you would want to do. They recommend and you do it. And, you know, it's a great opportunity to try different things and get new experiences under your belt and meet very, very, very cool people. And like me, I think it'll give you more confidence to want to do it again and to keep continuing to do it and to keep discovering yourself at least that's what I'm, I'm hoping continues to happen. And I think it will. So I thank you for having me on Love Drops podcast. Um, everyone have a blessed day and goodbye. And thank you. Never a second will I waste. Never an opportunity to taste the sweetness of life. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. Love never f-